0: It's a primitive clash, venting years of frustration. Guess what I'm trying to say is that if they can change, then you can change, and we can all change. It's time for flats and shanks.
2: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of our Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm um, I'm David Flatman, and I'm I've lost two and a half stone. Well done, me.
3: I'm Tom Shanklin and I need to lose a little bit and for once I haven't faked tan today and I actually look better and it's time I realised that.
2: Sun's been in mate, it's not golfing weather yet, you know what I'm like, just Someone tan. told
3: me the other day that um, calling people mate on TV and podcasts is really unprofessional. I've never heard Mark Durden-Smith say mate, he's too posh to say mate.
2: So what you're saying is we have to start us again?
3: No, we're who we are, Tom. Okay, yeah, exactly. We're who we are. But yeah, we will. Can you stop going on about my weight loss please? I'm happy for you. It's good. It's a I'm, good thing. I've lost two and a half stone, our kid. If you can't shout about like little wins like that, then I what's wasn't going to mention it, it. But I'm, I've gone. I thought I was twenty stone. I'm actually nineteen stone now.
2: We're just here in the Cardiff Blues uh, box. We're in actually Heineken's box, but other beers are available, aren't they?
3: Which is not as tasty.
2: No, actually, not. I, I prefer Guinness. We're with Reese Blumberg, who's the the general manager slash complete operator of.
3: Oh yeah, we are. Cardiff Farms Park. He's here. Hang on, I just pass the mic over so you can say hi. Hi, Reece, is it is it the Hi. BT
2: Cardiff Arms Park or is it no, just the Arms just Park? Just Cardiff Arms Park. Cardiff Arms Park. Yeah. So how've you been Reese? All right? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, Very good. How's uh, how are the troops here?
4: Solid, solid. It's uh it's been a good season this year for the Cardiff Blues who are flying in the quarter final next month and a good run into the playoffs coming up.
2: And you've just been out in Hong Kong, haven't you? Um tell us about that.
4: I went over to host dinners with Joe Carlzagi. Oops, who? Yeah, it's,
3: uh I'll get that, Blum. I'll just pick that up, mate. I'll just. Yeah.
2: Um, Joe Kazaki, so.
3: Yeah. It was good. It was good.
4: Royal yeah. Society of Hong Kong, 500 Who, people, really good experience. How many wins? How many losses? Uh, 46 and 0 unbeaten WBA, WBO, WBC, lineal world champion.
3: Does his research. JCB World well, Sanford. Very good, pub. <laughs> <one>, very
4: good. <laughs> Wait, well, we do a bit of hosting. I'm never that yeah, good of you. Oh,
3: no, I know. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, just make it up. Uh, you, but see, so was that part of your um, role here at the Blues or were you basically, you took some annual leave to go and earn a bit of brown envelope in Hong Kong and get smashed? <laughs> um, I had some really positive
4: conversations with foreign investors as well.
3: <laughs> yeah. couple of business well, cards in his pocket. That's a game. Justified. So I, uh, I, had a couple of years, I had a couple of years working at Bath Rugby after I retired from playing. And in the end, they were like, they'd walk into my office and they'd be like, is Flats ever here? Where is he? You no, know, he's at dinner, he's at a lunch. On work time. Is that yeah. you now?
4: Uh, I hope so, yeah. has couple a months. fingers crossed. But there's a,
2: there's a big Welsh taffier out in Hong Kong. Uh, a lot of ex-rugby players have gone out there to either play for um, Hong Kong rugby Cal-loon club. or something. Yeah, Kowloon. Or another guy's just gone out. One of his best mates is his housemate in the one-bed flat. Mark Sparky Carter has just gone out to be an analyst there. So there is a lot of Welsh boys out there, isn't there?
4: Yeah, there's uh, Tom Isaacs, played for the Blues, now play captain of Hong Kong Football Club. Scott Sneddon is the kicking coach for the senior team and Sparky's head analyst. Yeah, yeah so kicking coach for
3: Hong Kong Football
4: Club.
2: Job for the boys or what? Yeah, hey. Job for the boys or what?
4: For the World Cup this year because Japan are hosting it, so there's one more Asian team will qualify, so this year they're taking it a bit more seriously. Oh,
3: good there
2: we him. are, knowledge. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, not just He's a pretty face. He's done his research, is not he? Yeah. Um, um, Blum, is Blum's the type of guy though that you know when you go on socials and stuff yeah. you want him on the bus because he's the singer he's the joke teller a lot of these jokes that I sometimes tell on these podcasts um, most of them are written by me and thought of by me written but sometimes um, oh yeah alright
3: tell us a joke then a
4: man had erectile dysfunction, he couldn't get uh, couldn't get an erection, so he went to the doctor, and the doctor told him that he'd put a bit of elephant trunk in there to, to sort him out and make sure that it worked. So he went on a date a week later, and the girl who sat opposite was really, really exciting him, so all of a sudden, his uh, his penis came out of his pants, so went on the table, nicked the bread roll off the table, and took it back under the table. So the woman said, bloody hell, that was amazing, do it again, he said, I'd love to, but my ass is full of bread. <laughs>
2: There we are. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's that's good. So, yeah. Cheers, Blum. Yeah. Well on, that good note,
3: on that note. On that note. I assumed I'd say tell us a joke and he wouldn't be able to think of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just there, wasn't <laughs> it? it? did Remarkably well. Yeah. It's full of bread. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, because obviously that's where it was storing.
3: No, I get it. Okay, no. I get it. You know, I didn't. It wasn't wasted on me. It, I'll admit it took me half a second.
2: Yeah. Well. But sometimes it's good. it I'm does.
3: Just, sorry, I'm just repositioning myself. We're in a box here. At oh Carly yeah, Loon. so it's Blum, but
2: Blum, you know, he's the he's the one on the bus. Gets the party going, Is he's drinking lad? games, knows every drinking game around. I think that, you know, he's like the type of guy that with his mates, they talk in a funny language, you know, so no one can hear him, yeah, understand yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, know. I read you. Yeah.
3: Um, so I had an interesting experience. Um,
2: was it a generic experience?
3: <laughs> no, oh. no, it wasn't. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about what we've been up to. But on Saturday, um, it's nice to be in Wales and feel safe because on Saturday I was at a leisure centre in Newport watching my 8-year-old daughter take part in a cheerleading competition and it was i don't know how to say this without being offensive it was quite an environment it was quite an experience really yeah you had like as you you I was only joking about not feeling safe it was everyone was lovely but at the end they had a it was quite funny cuz it was basically this cheerleading this cheerleading club this club this club this club and there was only one school so in the school's category my daughter's school won it yeah and it was like, so it was like, reading it out, and it's like, um, Western, you know, whatever it is, the Pom Pom Force, whatever it was, and Pom Pom Lightning Club, here they are, you know, whatever it was, and, you know, Merthyr Tidville Warriors, or whatever it is, and then it's like... <laughs> Good name for a cheerleader the school. prep school from Bath. <laughs> it's like, it was like, it was like quite... And I'm from Maidstone, so I can say that stuff, but it was like... Yeah, they are the only school here, but they won it so because they're the only oh, well school there in their in their category. You know,
2: um, Kev Orkane? He does. Yeah, he's yeah, a, yeah. For Those you don't know. He's he's a comedian. He does. He's an Al- Armenian guy. He does a really good act and plays a yeah. piano uh, or the keyboard. Good. Really, really good. And we did an event. Not we did. I was in an event at the Cardiff Arms Park recently in the marquee. It was the Doddy Weir and Stay Strong event. And he's sh- he's asking the crowd. He's he's shouting to the crowd. Has anyone been on safari? and a few people going yeah he goes where'd you go and one, pe- one person shouted out Newport
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was um, um
2: funny and clean yeah you know clean humour like friends
3: it's just, it's just like like it, Blue Peter it's got nothing to do with Newport at all uh, because it happens everywhere it happens in Bath you know just as readily as it does anywhere else but there's like a woman carrying she's carrying twins she's got little twins and Quite a lot, of, she had a few kids with her carrying her twins with a fag in her mouth and it's like blowing smoke in the kids' faces. And you just like, it's nothing to do with Newport, but it was the first thing I saw when I got out of the car in Newport. And I was just like, oh God, this isn't actually, it was it was really good fun. The coffee was terrible, but um, we went to a chicken restaurant across the road from the leisure centre afterwards. Okay. Kids love it and the kids love it in there. Yeah. Uh, I won't say what it was called. And it was not cheeky, there's nothing cheeky about it. It was just lunch.
2: Why mention the woman then if it's not Newport?
3: That was just something I saw that stuck with me. It's like, okay. how can you carry your twins? Yeah. She's got both her hands are full, so she's, see people, you see she's sucking and puffing and flicking with her mouth, the whole thing. You see that in
2: cars as well, don't you? Yeah, it's like it's how can
3: you... your kids, like...
2: I know. Shit, man. Um, so we took a few people to um, the Italy game the weekend, generic experiences. We hired a restaurant, Pier 64. It's a state restaurant down there, Panath Marina. So we had an upstairs room there. Rob Jones and Michele Campagnaro. Yeah. from
3: exeter good looking bloke yeah top not the lot holy moly i mean i was saying bloke.
2: i was saying stuff like you know do you ever like get to relax let your hair down so to speak oh um, brilliant
3: yeah
2: um but bubs my mate bubs was sat next to him as well and he was calling him michelle all the time <laughs> 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 i went went, oh, mate it's not michelle it's michael yeah it's Michaelie, actually. yeah but, yeah, yeah well, we got michael yeah, um, fine. I bet he sent well. Tony Rowe calls in Michael, extra. <laughs> <Does he? laughs> yes. But he was really good uh, and a, a great player as well. He's I really think he's player. a good, he's he a good player. He barely plays at Chiefs. He's injured a lot, though. He's yeah. just coming back from injury. But he came and we entertained the crowd. And we got the riverboat across to the game. Good game. I mean, if you want to listen to anything Six Nations chat, yeah. get on our Six Nations ITV podcast, Flats and, STV, and Shanks. And STV. yeah. And we've got loads. We've we've actually had a really good guest on. We had Gareth Thomas. So, Oh man. if you listen to this before the ITV one, stop. Get on your podcast app. Download the ITV one.
3: Yeah, honestly, I, I've I've never said so little in his pod, but I don't care. I like that. He was just fantastic. Did you see why I fell in love with him. Yeah, <laughs> I can. Yeah, I'm in yeah. love with him a little bit now. Yeah. But he's just from no the word go. I mean, talk about animated and fun and properly Welsh. Like Why well, he does
2: panto now, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah, got to be. He's yeah. probably method acting he's again. Behind
3: you, that's the idea. Yeah. That's one of the gags. Um, he, he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Mm. And it sounds like Julian Clary is going to play Alfie in the Story of His Life movie. But more's more is revealed on the pod.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's a few, there's a few chucked in there. Lovely,
3: what a great, what a great guy.
2: Um, so yeah, not, I'm not really being up to. Well, to we, much. Did we, well, we, did we, had the MBN a... event, and we're sorry about the the podcast quality that came out there, but it was, it was hard work. Oh, it's just one of those. It was, it was. I
3: mean, it wasn't hard
2: work. It was just noisy.
3: Yeah. So great. we, we would do a, We would this lunch with MBN, this Six Nations sort of podcast lunch with Jim and Goody from the Rugby Pod, and they were brilliant on the day. And John O was there as well, and Doddy Weir. Everyone was just great. Like it was, it was really, really nice lunch. And um. We we said afterwards that we'd record the pod. Goody had to go because he was doing telly that night, um, but we were just going to do a pod with the two of us and and Jim Hamilton and he'd very 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 good value. So it would have been great, but we we had just a bit of a miscommunication. So we thought we were going to sit in a little room and record it the three of us. So we had Shanks' laptop and his you know his kiddies microphones, but actually what happened was all the guests were coming in or lo- a hundred odd people were coming in or more. Loads came in. Loads more came than in, we expected. Filled the room to watch us do the pod, but of course. We didn't have any speakers linked up to the room. We were just recording it into Shanks's laptop, so it's kind of asking everyone to be quiet. So it was, it was a bit. Um, Calm down, everybody. Yeah, it was fine. And like the girls, the girls at one of the girls at MBM was like texting me that night, really sorry about the podcast. I was like, well, we don't care. No, not at fine. all.
2: Don't care at all. We felt sorry for them because they couldn't listen. Yeah, more yeah, yeah. So, but, but we had a brilliant lunch. But right? it was a, yeah, it was a really great. It's the first um, event I've done with MBM. It was really, really. How was Doddy weird? Yeah, Doddy was amazing. Doddy was so good. And to be able to, yeah, we, I mean, funny we talked bloke. about that. And also to see Martin Johnson, who's an icon as
3: well, yeah. and how how clever, how funny, how insightful he is. Yeah, but also people, because Jono's got obviously got a reputation for being aggressive, big and aggressive and bit, hard. A little bit. People forget, I honestly think people forget what a lovely, what lovely company he is. Yes. He's great fun. He's yes. Super chilled. Right there with you, mate. Yeah. Um, what did you do at the weekend? Well, I did the cheerleading and oh, yeah. then um well, you watched it you didn't do it no, I maybe it. maybe you did oh there was this dance-off at the end boy they got the grown-ups to dance off the parents go and do a dance-off and i was like surely no one's going to do that and all these mums go out on the th- there's like 10 and they whittle it down to th- three or four or five whatever mate it's a kids event and then these mums like full-on some of them weren't but some of them were full-on like asses almost out boobs almost out they were, they, they were twerking they were spanking their own asses and then one of them oh, i'd hate that as one of her moves one of her special moves when the hip hop came on like i'm notly too much detail licked her hand the like the palm of her hand and the inside of the Carry bottom on. side of her fingers and like rubbed them between her legs with her jeans on as she's grinding i was like this is a kid's event
2: yeah but I was like, you just get oh caught up in god. it oh my
3: god i mean when you start talking about that i just i
2: couldn't get out of my head you in a little skirt with a little boom <laughs> tube on, with pom poms, <laughs> socks pulled up to your knees. Let's do this. <laughs> little white shoes on. Let's do this. With cycling shorts. Let you as this. a cheerleader, I don't know, it'd be worse me or you.
3: Me. <laughs> well, I'm quite, li- I'm quite manly as well. My little girl. I smoke is, a pipe. Um, she was like my I little. Don't. I took my younger girl to watch to watch the older girl at school in their last rehearsal the other day, after school, and um, at pom club, and then we came out, my little girl said to the older one I feel really sorry for you felt really sorry for you in there like well, you don't get to do any of the fun stuff you're just the base for everything and she said yes that's because I'm strong like daddy it was like heartbreaking it's true but it's like yeah. she's not a big unit but she's yeah. unbelievably strong they both are and like even like the teachers are like pass your jeans down well done yeah it's like yeah but you you know you don't really <laughs> want necessarily want those jeans to be passed down but they're not big girls they're reasonably no, sturdy no, no, but I've, I've seen them, man. Wa- yeah, but you watch them, and it's like they—they they properly like lift other kids up. They're yeah. unbelievably strong. Like, and I don't know, it must be something genetic. Mine started doing karate now. Have they? Yeah. Do they like it? Uh, yeah, they've shown me some moves and bowing
2: and. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay, because mine have started doing judo. I mean, I'm trying judo. to teach them.
2: How, I'm trying to teach them how to do the crane, but also, I'm, yeah, I, I want to teach them karate myself because I feel like I'll do a better job. Because first of all, I'd get them to wash the cars. Yeah, <laughs> then I get to, then I get them to paint the fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the house. Yeah, and then they'll go, "Oh, dad, dad, w- you know we want to learn karate." And I say, "Hey, wax on, wax off, show acha, me." Acha, acha. Acha.
3: Yeah. yeah, And they'll suddenly be black belts. Yeah. And, and then nothing. yeah, then I take them down the beach and we can do the crane. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, nice. yeah. Mine started doing judo. I'm keen for that. The only pr- the only problem with judo is that you get cauliflower ears doing judo. Yeah. And I've got one girlfriend who's got a cauliflower ear. And it's all right for her because that's like her target market. You have girlfriends as well. A friend who's a girl who's got cauliflower. I I got you now. But that appeals to her target market. But I don't think, I don't care what my girl's target market is, but I don't think it's going to be that. Do you know what I mean? Mm.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods,
3: bit of rugby not a lot of rugby the Anglo-Welsh stuff was actually two quite interesting games um, semi-finals this will be a short pod you guys but again if you want the longer one and the Six Nations one it's over on the ITV pod but um, is for the die-hard fans it's for the die-hards the die-hards but it was interesting so the, the Bath Saints game on Friday night oh, just rank <laughs> wow absolutely rank
2: That's probably the worst conditions I've seen a game played in I've,
3: I've been in worse than that it's not this a year
2: this year S- this week March
3: Right, <laughs> okay. But I have played in worse conditions than that. Do you yeah. want to hear about that? We've talked about it. Yeah, okay. It's just really raining. Yeah. Anyway, it was a minging game. It was on hot coals. And it was about like it's one of those things where you've prepared all week and you've discussed tactics and game plan. And out the window, is Complete it? balls. You just survive, try and find a way to win. Bath just about managed it. A couple of guys stood out. Josh Baylis in the back row. I really like him. He's a really good player. And Tom Ellis. He hasn't played for 10 months because his knee fell off. And first game back in the back row and he was just melting people, carrying but, hard, quality.
2: And when it's conditions are poor like that, you know, delivery off line out. Are you filming scrum, me at the moment? No, no. Delivery off line out uh. off scrum isn't very good. And we saw that for the first try. Reinhardt goes for the dummy, gets yeah. caught up. Yeah. Ball pops out. Levi Davis goes over for a try. Just
3: pressure. Levi Douglas. Davis. Levi Davis is a I thought it was sorry, the winger, and Douglas is a second row. I think, okay, like that. okay. But I was quite impressed with Josh yeah. Lewis at ten. Yeah, he had a really good game. Yeah,
2: he did. Apart from the yellow card, yeah. a professional foul. It was a yellow card. It was a yellow card.
3: But I don't. As long as you win, that doesn't blow yeah, the copybook. No, for me. it
2: doesn't. And as long as you stop a team from scoring as well. Yeah. Um, which he did. But I suppose the biggest thing to come out of that was the Tamana Harrison red card. Yeah. Now, he does lead with the head slightly. He does dip the head. There is. A tiny, tiny bit of contact. When I say contact, I mean skin, touch skin. And Eskimo un- kiss. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter. You're trying to, you're trying to stamp out headbutton, the thing obviously, is, out of the game.
3: I spoke to Paul Sampson last night. Remember Paul Sampson yeah. We're on the wing for Wasp, Bath, Wigan, Worcester, England? I spoke to Samo last night and he was watching his little boy Jude play football. And. He was wearing a right laugh about it because he said he'll get he'll get fouled. To Gallagher. Yeah, be married to Chris Gallagher. And he would get fouled and he'll roll around on the floor and then he'll get up and out he'll have a pop at the ref every week. And he's not he's a he's a little kid, so he's not swearing or using nasty language, but he is shouting at refs and he's rolling around on the floor. Samo gets into him about it, but he's a he's a football addict, so this is what he sees. So the point of TM Harrison's red card is you cannot have young kids. Thinking it's all right to lead with the head as long as you don't connect too hard. Yeah. So he's got to go. Yeah. He's got to go. And super soft, fine. Didn't t- didn't hurt Nathan Cat. But then there's a lot of chat. It's so a definite red. But there's a lot of chat about Nathan Carr Nathan Cat's appealing. And I think he's not got his hand in the air doing a Ronaldo asking. He's for a He's not fall to the red. ground, has he? No. He has been. It, just, he's pointed saying he's just head butted me. What What I know about Nathan Cat is, and I'm I'm biased because he's my favourite. He likes cats? Yeah, yeah. If you If you did that to him in training, he will knock your teeth out because He's hard as he loves, he doesn't mind throwing down, and he, like he loves it, right? Like me, yeah, like you. So, he's a tough boy in a game. He want he needs to react, and he can't do anything because he can't hit anyone because he'll get sent off yeah, and banned. Of so, he's like ref, you know, sort of thing. And that stuff happens all the time. So, people go mad about that. I think, no chance.
2: And I don't think Tamar Harrison, I don't think he'll get much of a ban for that. No, no. I mean, had he headbuttoned him properly, you know, you're talking maybe yeah. six, eight weeks, but but no, no, I, I hope
3: he doesn't get an extended ban for that. and. But Bath through to the final. final. Good news for Bath. Yeah, um, it's a chance to win their first piece of silverware, Tommy, since 2008. Now, who was playing then?
2: No way. Who
3: was starting at said despite having a ruptured MCL? David Played Barnes, 80 minutes. David Barnes, not David Barnes. No. David Flatman. Flatman. Okay.
2: Um, what a day. Do you reckon they make what many changes? Do you reckon they make many changes, or do you reckon they'll take the team uh, that beat Northampton?
3: The issue. The issue you've got is. What is the issue? I, I, I get. When you're a commentator, is you know you get you get accused of being biased towards everyone. I feel like if Bath pick the same team, and Exeter pick the same team, Bath almost can't win that. I know rugby's a game that any team can win at whatever, but but I feel like Exeter Exeter is so good, even they're not really a second team, but largely a second team. It's they're just so got a great squad now. full of great players. Yeah, it's so good now. Yeah, that you think well, you know, look at the names that played that weekend. I think so. I think if Bath want to win. If they want to do the right thing, they pick the same team. If they want to win, I feel like they have to go full on, full metal jacket first team. Okay. My
2: my favourite part of that game was on the 80th or so minute. I believe there's a turnover from Bath and it gets put into the Wilson's hands to kick the ball off the field. And he properly spoons it off his shin.
3: A Lionel Buck's East moment.
2: Yeah. Only just goes out, but there was a yeah. moment there where you're thinking, Oh no, God, where's that ball going? Um, but he gets it out, so
3: it, li- it lit, yeah. He spoons it off, doesn't Somewhere laugh about that now.
2: Um, but the second game, Exeter, Newcastle, it was a better game, really
3: good game. Mm. Yeah, I went, went down to watch that with Matt Banner, and it was really, really good. Um, yeah, how was how was Banners? Banners is good, Banners is good. So he did the because you were busy at, at the Millennium Principality mm. Stadium with the Wales Italy game. He came and did the highlights. With yeah, I've seen
2: Bath Bites once in back, and, and not me.
3: Bath Bites, he wants to watch himself. He's a dodgy, mate, dodgy geezer. I've met him a couple of times. Have you? Let's just say, when I moved out, so I didn't tell him my new address. Is his bark worse than, than his, his He's a chef, actually, and he's one of those yeah, guys see. that's always like, oh, pop in, I'll cook you some... No, I've never had, never had a well, mouthful of food. I wouldn't. Him. He's a
2: caterer. He's not a chef in my eyes, mate. He's a caterer. <laughs> he just warm food up, mate. Um, <laughs> but
3: Cordero, his feet for the first try. What what sort of trousers do you think he wears to a smart, casual event, Cordero. What's his favourite ice cream? God, yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, God. Um it's but endless. Good feat when because yeah. you look at you look loose at that kick, line. Loose kick, a, yeah, it there? was a loose kick, but you look at that line and it's still there's a lot of players there. But what happens is I'm not quite sure who it is, but it's always a good tip for, for wingers for fifteens. When you're running the ball back, look for your own players because often they can be a shield. And it's I think it's one of the extra props. Just shields um a Newcastle player from tackling that's all it takes tackling Cordero so you're running back and you're just looking for you're just looking for your own players basically because if a player's just stood there yeah not can't do anything you've got to get round them
3: to make a tackle use me run around my beautiful body, yeah so he was,
2: he was clever in that and it's good support play by um Stu Townsend on his shoulder he could have gone himself punchy could've Stew. could have gone himself it. but gives it to yeah. Stu they get closer to the posts punchy Stew, right sensible I'd, unselfish
3: I don't I mean I know He's not his n Stu Townsend's nickname is not Punchy Stew, but I call him Punchy Stew because um we've got a little house down in um Kingsbridge in Devon. Yeah. And spend a bit of time down there. And Matt Powell and I actually went to the Kingsbridge nightclub, which is called like Ocean or something, a couple of months ago, and it was just horrific. Someone comes up to me and says, Are you guys rugby players? I said, Oh, we were. I'm still in great shape. He's not, hence people thinking I'm still a player. Um and I said, no, he we were, yeah. And he goes, do you know Stu Townsend? He plays for Chiefs. Yeah, a proper handful he is. Why is that? Oh, he's always knocking people out in here, <laughs> Really? He's only like young. He goes, yeah, he was, you're always knocking people out. Like you look, yeah, he's one of those guys that you mess around with him or his mates and he knocks you out. He's the guy that rinsed Dolly Barkley on Twitter. Oh, okay. That was brilliant. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah we know five.
2: him as, we we call him Gregor in, in Wales. Um, but I tell you who's impressed me all season. I've seen a lot of him quite a like lot in the Anglo-Welsh as well, is um, Newcastle hooker, Cooper. Oh, really good. How well can he carry? Really good. Carry yeah, so mate, low. You look at the state so of him. So thick like, set as well.
3: You look at the state of him in the flesh, like there's Nick on him. He is a proper unit. Yeah, he is. Proper big bloke. Bottom half. Like you, sh- you make Sam Simmons look like Steve Cram, bottom half.
2: Like he's just come all the way from South Africa. Probably is South African. <laughs> and he's summit. He, yeah, what a
3: carrier. Yeah, yeah gives really him good a lot go
2: for. But, you know, they, they hit back with a driving more... Pretty decent try.
3: Simple. Yeah. Chiefs were good. I mean, the, either side could have won that. Joe Simmons had a really good second half. He scored a nice try and kicked yeah. the ball at the end.
2: See, Mamaz has got Simmons right. When you look at that, yeah. uh, like positionally, perfect. Positionally, perfect. He's not He's not straight on him. He's, inside he's on, shoulder. on inside shoulder. But what he does, as soon as that ball goes to Simmons, he runs sideways yeah. and just opens up the channel yeah. so easy. If he'd run forward and then moved across, you cut down the angle to step back in, but he just he panics a little bit, flies out sideways, huge hole, just given him it's made the decision easy for Simmons, it's given him an easy option yeah. to score under the post and um I'm Not
3: convinced by Maxime Mermoz these days. Like I know he was a wonderful player, but
2: it's, it's what I will say though, is that's an incredibly hard position to defend you get really isolated because yeah but not just that moment I mean no,
3: the last okay, the yeah. season or two like I'm not I tell you he was really good Matt Kvesick was really really good yeah I saw you tweet about that he played really really well carried well tackled well good over the ball if you, I mate, saw him after the game a quick chat with him after the game he is an absolute unit really mate honestly he is. he's always had a big arse and legs yeah he is an absolute unit and I saw him warming up and I was like look at the pipes and shoulders on him like because he hasn't played shed loads down there he's probably been in the gym a bit but I thought, there's no point in having all that if you're not nailing people. And I think, I could be wrong, I think it was uh, Simon Hammersley that gathered a kick and stepped inside and went for a gap. And Cresic absolutely drilled him, buried yeah. him. And I was like, there you go. That's, that's it. Oof. That's why I don't miss
2: rugby. Boof, yeah.
3: Um, Toby Flood,
2: uh, it was a nice break by uh, Latu um, off the base of a scrum. It comes into Toby Flood's hand. But yeah. what I like is he just straightens ever so slightly yeah. and throws a lovely ball to Sonotti, I think. But if he just crabs across field, the whole defenders crab across. Makes it easy. But when he gets the ball, just ever so slightly straightens, holds the defence, great pass, and eventually it comes back into, I think it's Hammersley, finishes off the try. But close, all the way through to that game. And they had two chances. One, potentially to win it with a penalty. The other, to draw and go into extra time, Newcastle. And... Nowadays kickers have to be able to kick from the forty metre line because yeah. the game is about breakdowns. There's a lot of penalties now. Yeah. You, you do need A long ranger. A long ranger. A long ranger. And you'd like to think both of those could get a forty metre kick. Yeah. But they both fall up short slightly. i was surprised at that actually. Yeah. And you know, it's it's like with golf, with me driving, you know, sometimes they don't always go three hundred and fifty, sometimes they go three hundred, so it's sometimes can be the connection.
3: What's your longest drive?
2: Uh, don't lie. I don't know. Just par four, uh to green, whatever that is.
3: <laughs> what would it be Punt roughly in yards?
2: I don't know, 290, 300. Not 350. Carry. And then the <laughs> bounce after. Um, but yeah, but Simmons then kicks a, f- a fairly simple penalty.
3: High pressure p- though.
2: Yeah, in terms of the field. But that'll probably be the biggest kick he's ever ha- taken yeah. in a semi-final. Yeah. And fair play to him. He gets it. He's he looked great. He's looked good all the way through his oh, competition. Lovely kid. He's he's even lovely so, so lovely yeah. Kid.
3: Yeah. Really, really nice. I thought they were... They look fab. And, I, you know, it's it's one of those things that, to be honest, not really not really bothered who wins it. We're going down there, aren't we, to Kingsville on Sunday. But I'm not really bothered who wins it. But, you know... I'm just glad it's I, close to home. I can't, Yeah, I can't see... Chiefs losing I'll tell you what on the sideline when Falcons were kicking for the draw mm. I'm there with banners and looking at each other and like if this goes over we're not in the car for an extra half an hour minimum yeah so think about it we both had dinner dates for the night we Yeah. we've got to get back kid
2: but you know there was a couple of opportunities for Newcastle and it's harsh but you have to take those, yeah. those opportunities you know if you want to get through the finals yeah but they, they've had a good season in the Prem anyway. Hey, let's so just say
3: good luck to both teams. Exactly. Eh? It's a West Country team versus a West Country team at a West Country ground, so West is best. You said
2: no to questions, haven't you?
3: Yeah. Yeah. D- did some questions on the other pod, and also I'm starving, mate. What
2: are questions? What What is? What is a can you question? A, can you answer a question with a question?
3: Well, I'll ask you the same thing. I'm starving, and I want to go into walking to Cardiff for a. Bit of food, please.
2: Okay, fine. But we before we go, we Having have to have breakfast. our we have to have our bet of the week.
3: Let's bet on the Anglo Welsh Cup final. So three there o'clock at. Sunday. Chiefs against Bath. I'm gonna start I start proceedings by saying Exeter by eight points.
2: I'm gonna say Exeter by ten points. Holy so should go. We, should we go go nine? Middle? Should we go nine? Yeah.
3: Let's go nine So we're
2: going Exeter by nine points or more against Bath this Saturday, Anglo Welsh final. For Leo Vegas, better the week.
3: If you haven't got the money, don't bet it. All right, don't.
2: Don't go to Cheltenham either.
3: Oh, we have to Cheltenham tomorrow, aren't we, boy? Yeah. Lash Car Car. Oh, One way haters. to to Lashville, Tennessee. <laughs> can't get any more lads on the trip. Champagne then. Reception 1045. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> how much? Bubbles um, for everybody. How much champagne for champagne? For I'll have two. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's like free bar. Champagne excluded.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, it should be a bit of fun. Um, I bloody love the
3: horses as well I'm the problem is I will I don't get that pissed on Guinness but I like Guinness so I will tomorrow after the champagne reception there is a good chance that I will drink 15 pints of Guinness over the course of a day that is a lot of booze you will be at the toilet regularly I oh, no that doesn't I'll be doing wee's, but the whole Guinness poo thing does doesn't your, happen to me does your wee come out black then? no it comes out like oh, wee wee's. still got blood of you? Since the bike ride. Been squatting deep lately. Um well, nice anyway, to everyone. Yeah, Goodbye. That's,
2: the, that's the end of our pod.
0: Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,